0: Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado avalanche. And today's episode is brought to you by the people over at Bilt Bar and BiltBar.com. Go check out Bilt Bar. It is the great tasting energy drink that tastes like a candy bar. And today, some good things to get to today. Miko Rantanen has just thrown out more possible information on these probable third jerseys, third uniforms that are on their way. We'll get to that. Uh, Adam Denker had recorded something for his show and technically my show uh, when we were talking about does the championship team automatically get put at the top of any ranking list or should you take in offseason moves into account so uh, he recorded something sent it to me I wanted to get to it on Friday but there was so much going on on Friday that uh, I Waited until today to put it on. So we'll get to that. And Cal McCarr was... The the, the NHL Network did their ranking of top 20 defensemen. And I knew he would be on there. But I have to say I was a little bit surprised at where he was. So in in a good way. So we'll get to that as well. So first things first, follow the show on social media outlets. On Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. On Instagram search for Locked on Avalanche and send any questions, comments, concerns, and/or and or opinions to locked on avalanche at gmail.com. And definitely use that email. I announced on Friday that we were going to have Ryan Clark from The Athletic, who writes for the Avalanche for a little bit while longer. Uh, he will be on the show tomorrow and probably tomorrow and Wednesday. I'm assuming we're gonna go along and have that cover multiple shows. If there's anything you would like to ask him. Definitely send it to lockdownavalanche at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, if we have time, we'll throw him some questions from the audience. So uh, that will be tomorrow. Definitely tune into that. Excited to have him on the show. Um, we will be doing, because it's, you know, the off season. not a lot is really going on anymore. You know, drafts over free agency is still going on, but, you know, things here and there coming out in, in the NHL world. But because of it, we will be going to Monday, Wednesday, Friday for the month of November and December. I'm not going to do that this week, though, because I don't want to space out the interview with Ryan Clark. I don't, I don't want to put it out one day, take a day off, and then put out part two the following day. That's just not fair to you guys who want to hear that. So this week will be... Normal, we'll do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. If there's stuff coming out, we'll do Thursday, Friday. We'll just play it by ear. But next week and going through the rest of November, rest of December, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Just so everybody knows. All right. So before we get into the Miko Rantanen thing, I definitely just have to acknowledge. If, if definitely go check out Locked On Broncos with Cody. Uh, what a what a comeback. Win for the Denver Broncos. If you watch that game, that was just a tale of two teams. Completely boring play calling and offensive scheme, whatever it was they were doing in the first half, and then the second half was just a completely different team. So uh, definitely go check out Locked On Broncos with Cody. He does a very good job at breaking things down. Um, And yeah, if you're a Bronco fan, I know it's just the Chargers, but that that's a good win. And in the NFL, a win is a win. And when you have one like that coming back, what were they down? 24 to three? Two thumbs up for the Denver Broncos for yesterday. So hopefully that's something that they can build on. Still going to go through growing pains with this team, but that was a fun game to watch. Even if you have no rooting interest, just a fun NFL game to watch. Uh, coming down to the last play. Awesome. All right. So Miko Rantanen <clears throat> is now the second Colorado Avalanche to post something to his Instagram account, involving these mystery uniforms. Uh, Not camel card. Uh, Nathan McKinnon was the first one who posted an image of his gloves. And now Miko Rantanen has posted something. Uh, It's his hockey pants. And it's not even him wearing them. It's a friend of his wearing them. So lucky for the friend. And it's the same exact color as the gloves, so obviously this has thrown Avalanche fans back into a whole nother realm of what what are these things? This is obviously the the third jerseys and third uniforms, which I believe that it is, but I do want to throw maybe a possible theory out there, um, which I'll get to in a second. But you can you can these are you know the colors are kind of like that specific blue that was the Nordique blue. And like we've said before, the Avalanche have said they are going to, for the first time, seeing as it's their 25th year in Colorado. And they haven't really ever done anything Nordique related. So this, they said this is kind of like the right time to do it. So they're going to introduce it. What it is, obviously, we don't know yet. Is that it? Is it just it, a different color scheme? Everything else remains the same. And it's just, you know, the same avalanche logo, just a different color, a little bit different shade of blue. Obviously, the Nordique blue is that it? And would people be okay with that? Would people be okay with everything else is the same and you just get the Nordique colors slapped on with an avalanche logo? Because on these pants is the avalanche logo, and I'm leaning towards that now because on the, on the Nathan McKinnon one there was no logo it hadn't Nathan McKinnon's n- name on it but it didn't have anything else and on these it has the logo and when they twi- when, when when they changed over to the the Colorado with the triangle with the Colorado logo everything else on the uniform changed to that too you didn't get the classic avalanche logo on that so the only other thing I can think about, and I again, I don't think that this is it. Could it be that we are getting a complete change for the Colorado Avalanche this year? Color scheme is changing, and what we are seeing is the new normal. That, that, what we are seeing in the gloves and those pants <clears throat> is something brand new for Colorado Avalanche, and we are getting rid of the. Burgundy and blue, <clears throat> and we are kind of incorporating the Quebec Nordiques colors as our main colors. And we're still going to get a third jersey, we're still going to get something related, Nordique related, maybe you know, incorporate it in the logo somehow as a third jersey. But what we're seeing is something completely new. Are the Avalanche after 25 years? going to change something up with their color scheme i don't think that would be most time that's not popular right off the bat i think some people might like it and maybe after 25 years they're thinking we need to maybe just change something out like the denver broncos did forever the denver broncos were orange and blue and then they kind of switched it went to navy and and navy blue was there when they came out with that new logo which is the current logo They kind of got rid of the orange. They really did. There was still orange in there. It wasn't until recently that they really switched back to more of a brighter orange than what their previous orange was. So the Broncos changed up colors. Could the Avalanche be doing that? And what we're seeing is something new, a new color scheme. I don't think you're hearing a lot of people coming out with these fourth uniforms and fourth jerseys. I don't think the Avalanche is going to do that because of the Nordique factor, because they said. They are coming out with something incorporating the Nordiques. I don't think they're going to come out with a fourth uniform that would kind of overshadow what they're doing with the Nordique uniform, whatever that may be. So I don't think the Avalanche are going that road where they're going to come out with a third and a fourth. But. I think people are kind of just saying like, yeah, th- what we're seeing is the Nordiques and it very well could be. And, and I would say it's probably 95% truth that what we've seen in the Nathan McKinnon post and the Miko Renton post are probably going to be the third alternative uniforms. But I'm just throwing that out there that it's the 25 year anniversary. Could the Avalanche be ready to change things up? Not with their logo. I think their logo is a great logo, and I think the logo is going to stick. But do they change something in the color scheme? And that's what we're seeing in those images. They have to be okay with Miko Rantanen and Nathan McKinnon doing this. I feel like this is <clears throat> this is known that they're doing it. If Nathan McKinnon put that out and the Avalanche didn't know it, they would have said, guys, we can't do this, and you wouldn't get the Miko Rantanen post. So I think these are deliberate. And I think you're going to see a couple more of them. I guarantee you Gabe Landeskog is next. And then Kale McCarr is next. And there's your big four. And then we'll get some sort of reveal. But we might get, when we do get that reveal, it might be, hey, here's our new main uniforms with our new color scheme. And here is also our third jerseys incorporating the Quebec Nordiques of our past. Definitely could happen. So we shall see. All right, let's take a quick little break before we do. Like I mentioned in the beginning, let's hear from Built Bar and the people at BuiltBar.com. Built Bar is the great tasting protein and energy bar. It tastes more like a candy bar than your run of the mill protein bar. Bars are covered in one hundred percent chocolate. They're soft and they're easy to chew. It is great for the health conscious guy or girl lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Most bars have 180 or 130 calories, 19 grams of protein, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. They're absolutely delicious and great for you. Just a couple flavors to throw out to you. Cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, apple almond crisp, coconut almond, banana bread, Mint brownie, salted caramel. Just go to builtbar.com, check out all the different flavors that you can get. And when you are there, enter the promo code locked on and you will get 20% off of your next order. Use the promo code locked on and 20% comes off of your order at builtbar.com. All right, so let's get to the Adam Denker audio. And for those that don't know, I'm sure most of you do, Adam. Hosts the Locked On Lightning show, and uh, the Stanley Cup champs are <clears throat> ranked number one. Pretty much, not everywhere. I think the Avalanche do have uh, have taken the top spot in a lot of some rankings. If these are things that you're into, and you know, we've even talked about how they are the top. What are they? The uh, in, in Vegas, they're they're the odds-on favorite for next season. So do you take that into account when you are doing rankings for today? And there are some rankings that have Tampa Bay on number one because they're the champs. And a lot of people have the mentality of champs are number one until they get knocked off. And that's fine. Uh, other people think like, nope, you have to take this stuff into account of what this, what's what been done in the offseason and then rank accordingly. So Adam, I, I talked about it with Adam. Adam said, that's a good idea i'll talk about it as well which he did and he sent me the audio for it and uh let's listen to that now and then have a discussion
0: the nhl NHL NHL.com, more specifically released their super 16 the top teams through the start of free agency um this was released on october 22nd so it's only seven days old um and it's very interesting. Uh, I'm gonna list off the the teams starting at one and then down to sixteen, and then obviously we'll we'll go from there. So the Lightning are still at one. Um, you know, I I not surprised, but I will discuss in a little bit as to why I think maybe they shouldn't be one by default. Uh, and then you got. Two with the Colorado Avalanche. Three, Vegas Golden Knights. Four, Dallas Stars. Five, the St. Louis Blues. Six, the Capitals. Seven, the Bruins. Eight, the Flyers. Nine, the Islanders. Ten, the Penguins. Eleven, the Hurricanes. Twelve, the Canucks. Thirteen, the Maple Leafs. Fourteen, the Oilers. Fifteen, the Flames. And sixteen, the Blue Jackets. Um... Now this was based off of I guess some sort of point system that the writers at NHL.com have to where each writer listed their own rankings individually and then that was kind of brought together you know for for first 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 place votes all that stuff so um, it's very interesting and I was going through this list just a little bit. Uh, earlier today with Chris Massilli on the National Show. But I I don't... Here's the thing. I, I mean, and we see this every year, and usually it's not that big of a deal. I mean, in my opinion, I don't really... Especially in the off season, I don't really look at the rankings, and I don't really take them to heart. Um, obviously, if a team that deserves to be in a, situ- in, a, in a spot is not in that spot or is lower than they should be, then, of course, I'm going to point it out. I mean, if you're really going to take any stock in these rankings, really, like I said, the the regular season um, is really the time to really, really focus on them. Now, with the Lightning, and I've seen just from off the... just skimming through some of the, the writers, um, there's it's kind of split out of all the writers that they took kind of, I guess a vote from, uh, that the lightning are in first place. And then for the writers that did not put the lightning ranked as number one, uh, they are, they have the, either the avalanche or interestingly, interestingly enough, uh, the Vegas golden Knights. Now here's my issue. And I kind of made a little joke on the national show about this too. I'm going to carry it over. So, I don't think that the if you're if if you're basing these rankings off of the probably some of the worst contracts in the NHL sure yeah you put the Vegas Golden Knights there but there's only one team right now after everything that has happened if we are ranking if we are really going to put a lot of stock in this and and really focus on what team is really the best team in the NHL right now based off of the draft, the offseason moves that they have made, hands down a hundred percent, the Colorado Avalanche are the number one ranked team in the NHL. make no mistake about it. Now, if you're the kind of individual that says the Tampa Bay Lightning or in general, that the defending Stanley Cup champions are the number one ranked team, regardless of what the off season has until maybe the regular season starts. I don't have a problem with that either, but personally, and if you've been a listener of this show for a long time, you know, I'm very, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat things when it comes to the Tampa Bay lightning. Of course I root for them, but I'm, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you just because, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be unbiased about my opinion. I don't believe the lightning have done anything to improve themselves.
1: All right, and if if you want to go listen to to more of uh, <clears throat> what Adam has to say, go and listen to his show from last week on Locked On Lightning because he goes on for a good amount of time on it. But he starts talking specifically about the lightning, so um, I didn't want to put that on our show, obviously. But I, I what I like about Adam is he he's he's honest. He's not just gonna play the Homer role and say. No, we're the number one team and and we won the championship and you know we're number one until you knock us off. I think it'd be okay if you did have that mentality. And again, all of this stuff is subjective and, and really it's just there for to talk about and kind of get fans riled up in the grand scheme of everything. Doesn't mean anything. No. It it's a ranking from a website, albeit the NHL website, and it's just something to talk about and something to to have a discussion about. And I like that. I like to having that, that that talk specifically. And this is a really good year to do that because we know what the Avalanche have done and what the Lightning really have not done. And that's the only reason I would put them, the Avalanche, ahead of them right now because of the moves that have been made by the two specific teams He goes on to say, and I agree with him. Are the Lightning going to be a relevant team next year? Absolutely, they are. Uh, are, Are they going to compete for an Eastern Conference championship again? Yeah, probably. It might be a little bit more difficult path for them this year because they haven't really, they've lost guys and haven't really added guys. The Avalanche have lost guys, but the guys they've added have been upgrades. So, I don't know. It, it's fun fun discussion to have between fan bases. And in the end, uh, it needs to get played out on the ice. And that's exactly what happens. So we can talk about it up and down until we're blue in the face. But when it really matters is what's on the ice and what happens on the ice. Because right now everything is just on paper. And after that, we have no idea what to expect from anybody. Both of these teams could tank for some reason not likely but you got to play out the season so that's the fun part is watching it all play out in real time all right quick little break and then we will come back with a uh in my eyes a surprising ranking for kale mccarr all right so on nhl.com again we talked about uh how they're ranking uh the teams, obviously. They released their top twenty defensemen in the league. And I I, I knew Makar would be on here somewhere. I am just kind of the the type that when you have people that are so young, uh, you know, and rookies and that they have a fantastic year I, I am very hesitant to put them up with you know, the upper echelon of whatever position you're talking about. Not to say that they won't get there eventually, but one year doesn't mean that they are just, you know, all of a sudden this incredible Hall of Fame worthy player. And I think we get caught up on that a little bit too much with young athletes. And the one that always comes to my mind is Robert Griffin III in football, had that spectacular rookie season. We were ready to anoint him the next, you know, Brett Favre. And then he struggled after that. Because guys, you know, the rest the rest of the league sees that stuff and, and they don't like being taken advantage of by a young guy and they fight back and, and they they figure out his game and make him adapt. And I think that's what Kal McCarr might go through this season. Like he caught a lot of people by surprise. And I think now the other teams have tape on him and can maybe pick out some things maybe that he needs to improve his game on, and they might try to exploit that. But kel McCarr is a fantastic hockey player, and he is by no means just settling on the season he had last year. And you can almost guarantee he is going to try to make himself better knowing that guys are going to be gunning for him this year. So it's a big circle that goes round and round and round. So when they released this ranking the top 20 players i fully expected him to be there maybe in the the bottom portion of it somewhere from 15 to 20. and i would have been happy with that and i think that would have been deserving and i think as you know the years go on and he you know now now this next year a lot of people are going to be sitting there with their arms folded saying you know prove it to me again you did it one year prove it to me again and i think that's fair to say that and i have again all the faith in the world that this kid is going to be a superstar kind of halfway is already. So he is listed as I'm going down this list. I get to Quinn Hughes at 11 and I'm like, well, he's got to be higher than that. I mean, he can't be, he can't be left off this list. If Quinn Hughes is at 11 and then you get into the top 10 and they have Kale McCarr listed at number six. So, I mean, one, one through five, you got I'll start at number one, Victor Hedman, Roman Yossi, John Carlson, Alex Petrangelo, Seth Jones. That's who the NHL Network feels are the only defensemen better than Kale McCarr right now. And, and you know, you can't, what I, all that stuff I just said, that's not for this ranking right now. That That is how these guys played last year. That's based on last year. That's not based on what we think they can do in the future because that's not fair to Kale McCarr. Yeah. Based on what this kid did last year, he's the sixth best defenseman in the NHL. And I would I would agree with that. That what he did last year as a rookie, you know, I I almost want to say like he maybe could have cracked the top five. I maybe would have put him ahead of Seth Jones for what he did last year. And they go they give him a short blurb and it's pretty much just his stats. But yeah, but you are going to have people that want to see him do it again. And I can't wait for that because I think he the way he played last year and how he handled himself, I think he is he's now more confident. Not that he didn't lack confidence, but sometimes rookies get a little trigger happy and, and they don't want to make a mistake. He made mistakes. And he had that big mistake in the playoffs against Dallas, that awful game that they had. Uh, so I think he got all that stuff out of his system. But mistakes are still going to happen. Mistakes still happen to, you know, Nathan McKinnon. Mistakes still happen to Connor McDavid. They happen in hockey. But what I think this kid is going to do next year will put him definitely in a top five position of an NHL defenseman. And – what was he seventh uh, for the defenseman award this year? Seventh, man, he he has a lot of stuff coming his way, and he's you know he's he's a, a good kid. He has his head on straight, but uh, we're 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 just seeing in in real time the makings of a superstar, and so much was on his shoulders, and now he's playing on one of the best teams in the league. Do uh, you think some people might think like, oh, that that could get to him? Because now the expectations are so high on the team or before just last year. Yeah, the expectations. There's a lot of expectations of him. But he could defer to Nathan McKinnon and Landis Scott kind of the, the veterans of the team. Now he's expected to take the reins. Now he's expected to be the leader of this defensive unit. And I, I absolutely think he can do it. I think he's more than ready to do this. So another thing that we are just going to have to wait and see play out on the ice. But if you're not excited to see what Cam McCarr can do for next season and improve on things like not only his stats, but things like this, things like these rankings. And people are, if they're putting them that high right now, you just put a lot, of more, lot more pressure on him. But you can't tell me this. He's not ready for it he was ready for it and he came in when they put him on the ice in the playoffs if Colorado didn't think he was ready when they threw him in the his first game as a playoff game what can you throw at this kid that he's not ready for so alright that'll be it for today <clears throat> and like we said definitely check out tomorrow Ryan Clark from The Athletic will be on and we will be discussing a lot of Avalanche stuff I'm sure Cal McCarr will be thrown in there as well so tune in for that and, yeah, can't wait for that to uh, to come out and have some avalanche talk with Ryan because he's one of the best. And, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We will see everyone tomorrow with Ryan Clark from The Athletic. Until then, stay safe. Make sure you go out and vote. Here's Jovi. Go, abs, go.